everybody! Welcome back to Moments of the Heart. I am so excited to be with you today. This is Doris Horenstein. I am an educator that turned into author, turned into speaker, and it is absolutely my pleasure to spend the next few minutes with all of us. I want to tell you about a movie that I went to see about three weeks ago. And I came home, I went with a girlfriend, and I came home and I was so moved by this movie. Let me tell you a little bit about how it happened that I even went to this movie and I'll tell you about the movie. My son from New York, Matan, texted me and says, Mom, said Ima to be exact, because Ima is in Hebrew. He says, Ima, I want you to go to see the movie uh, Farewell, but don't look at any advertising for this movie. Just go. Don't look at any reviews, nothing. Just go. So I trusted my son and I went and I did not know if I'm going to see a comedy, a drama, a cartoon, a superwoman power. No idea. Just plopped myself down with my friend and we saw it. And I was so moved by it. I cannot tell you, in the car on the way home, I'm literally crying. So I come home and I tell my husband, this movie so much moved me. It made me think of so many things. And my husband saw that I was so emotionally wrapped up in this. He said, okay, okay, don't tell me what the movie is about. Let's go together again if you want to go again. And I said, yes, I would love to go again. So last weekend... We went together to see this movie. And again, I was so moved and I literally cried. And at the end of the movie, my husband looks at me and he said, I understand why you were so moved, but I wasn't thinking it's a, the greatest movie. I mean, it wasn't like making the same impact on me as it surely did on you. And I will for sure not go twice to see the same movie. So I want to share this movie with you and tell you why I was really taken by this movie. It's called The Farewell. And it's about an American Chinese family, mom, dad, and an older child, who go back to China because the father's mother got a diagnosis that she's going to die from cancer. And they wanted to go see her because they did not know if they'll see her again. But they went not telling her that she has cancer. They had other reason. They made up this wedding that one of the cousins is getting married to a Japanese lady who doesn't speak any Chinese. Even they were just dating for three months, but they made this pretend wedding because they wanted to all gather. So the family from Japan that immigrated from Japan came and the family that immigrated from America came. And then they spent time um, for a week or so and having this wedding. And the whole time they're... They're kind of in denial and not tell, not in denial, but they're not telling the truth to the mother, to the grandma who lost her husband also a while back. They're not telling her that she's about to die. And so the whole movie 
is really, in my opinion, is, is checking the boundaries of what is truth and do we always tell the truth in spite of anything and how cultures can be different. And I think for me, when I was sitting there, I was thinking about my personal journey. I came to America from Israel. So I'm like the American Jap Chinese family, but I'm just the American Israeli family that came here, that left loved ones in Israel. And, and then understanding the difference between the culture in that case, it was the Chinese and the American culture, but I, in my head, I'm thinking the whole time about the Israeli and the American culture. And then how hard it is, even though I love being in America and I love the American culture and the friends and, the, and the, really the family that I've created here with my own children, but also with friends that became family, how every time when I leave Israel, I feel like a piece of my heart stays there. And literally, as I'm telling you this, I am becoming, I feel that I'm becoming this emotional, like my eyes are feeling like I'm going to be sobbing in just a second. And that's how the departure, you know, when they left China and the grandmother said goodbye to the granddaughter who had a very special bond with her, there was this, will I see you again kind of a hug, which that's the hugs that I give my parents every single time that I'm in Israel living. I don't know, will I leave, will I see them again after I leave? And then, of course, appreciating the differences within the societies. Many times I felt that I have one leg in America with the American culture, with the American ways of doing things, and one leg in Israel, the way Israelis do things and the way they think, especially my family, whom I love dearly, my family in Israel. And one of the things that in this movie was this, do you tell a person that they're going to die or do you um, play along? And in the Chinese culture, you don't say to somebody you're going to die. Even the doctors, <coughs> Even the doctors don't say that. They play along with, oh, yeah, you have a cold. Oh, you just got a, a read of your cold, but it's the leftover. And I was thinking about it in Judaism. Do we tell the truth? So I have this book that's called A Treasury of Jewish Qu uh, Quotations by Joseph Barron. And... You know, I, I sometimes I open it and I look at some theme and I'm reading it. And I opened to the section where it says truth. And here's two quotes from very known Jewish commentators. One of them says, truth is the center of the circle, Ibn Ezra. And the other person says, endure the truth, though it be bitter, Ibn Gebirol, which is another uh, Jewish commentator. And I think to myself, really, is that what Judaism says? Can Is there uh, uh, times where we can give 
a white lie. And Rabbi Telushkin, in his book, um, this one is, uh, he's got it in all of his books, but this one I just so happen to have here is the Book of Jewish Values. He actually says that truth is, is a very high value, but not an absolute value. That there are times, even in the Torah, that God himself instructs not to tell the truth. Can you believe it? Huh? So sometimes if truth actually saves you, then maybe it's okay not to say it. And he gives the examples, you know, Telushkin gives the example of um, God uh, telling Samuel when he goes to anoint David not to tell Saul the truth because it wouldn't be any value to tell the truth. It will not add, it will not be a good thing because God's ways are determined, right? And I thought in my life, when I think of my life, did I always, always said the truth? I can tell you that there were times that I said the truth and I wished I didn't. Because sometimes truth can hurt without achieving the result that you want. So sometimes being quiet is better than telling the truth. And this is what happened in this movie. They just did not tell her she was sick. You know, instead they just pretend there was a wedding. They didn't tell her on the other hand that she was healthy and she was like strong as the ox. You know, they didn't. Now here is the funny part. This person, it's a, based on a, and a true kind of story. It's a really, a really true Chinese family that the grandma was diagnosed with cancer. And that happened six years ago. She was going to be dead a long time ago. But somehow, she's still alive, not knowing that she's sick. Sometimes what we know, sometimes what we don't know doesn't hurt us. Of course, there are times that we should say the truth if it's going to build somebody up. But if it doesn't achieve any good thing, maybe we should consider not speaking and not saying anything. So this is our task, maybe this week. As you are going about in your life, measure whatever comes out of your mouth. And if it's going to be building, then say it. But if it's not going to be building, why share it? This is Doris Horenstein. I am delighted to be with you. You can find me on all kinds of platforms. And of course, in my new website, dorishorenstein.com. Always send me messages. I love chatting with you all. And I hope you have a fantastic day ahead. Whatever you do, make it the best day ever. I love you all. Bye.